the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. On this week's episode of Hometown Crowd, we're joined by Cleveland sports enthusiast and reporter Gab Gowdy. Gab joins us to talk about the MLB sexting scandals, a blockbuster trade in the NFL, and preview the upcoming Super Bowl. Then she talks about her favorite interviews and what it's like to be a female reporter in the sports world. Get on your feet, you're cheering with the Hometown Crowd. Hello and welcome to episode 64 of Hometown Crowd, your source for sports news across the country and in our backyards of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Dipple. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mac. And I'm lost. I don't know how I ended up in Cleveland. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> Cleveland's beautiful and you better recognize Heather. I'm, be, I'm fine. That's fine. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. And tonight we have a special guest, Cleveland sports fan extraordinaire, fan duel expert, and professional Steelers antagonist, Gab Gowdy. Gab, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, well, that was a really great introduction. I don't think I can do any better than that. I think you covered it all. Well, I, I appreciate that. Mac wrote, I wrote that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, he 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 does that. Uh, yes, I I'm I'm a, I'm a writer, not a good one. Well, uh, it was great. Well, I appreciate so, that. Thank you. So, how's everybody doing this week? Um, I would be better if you know, like baseball would stop fucking every Cleveland fan ever because I'm still not over the Lindor trade. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know, man. It's been a week. See, like, I feel that because every time I take a walk and I walk past Progressive and I see all the signs of all the players that we got rid of, which is almost every single sign that's still up, I get really upset. Yeah, it's it's literally like it was in 05, like 05, 06. Like, uh, actually, it'd be 07 after that, that, that three to one blowout, you know, or like when we gave up the three to one lead against the Sox, man, I was just like, it's very depressing. So I so are you saying it's like an in memoriam walk that you that you well, basically are on? Point, okay. It's just like it's just we got rid of every single person that they have up there almost. Okay. At okay. their prime. Yeah. That that's yeah. the Cleveland thing. Do you to start do. um do you start humming Sarah McLaughlin a little bit to yourself? I should, I should make that into a TikTok, you know, play some music, walk past and say, I didn't know that this was we're hosting a vigil for all the players that we Mm. yeah see see what the the soon to be renamed cleveland baseball club isn't telling everybody is gab is manning short this coming season uh i'm going to be the bench coach and tim is playing left field so we're all kind of fucked right now honestly if history (laughs) is any indication i'm probably out and right Uh, (laughs) i'm just i'm the bat girl that's that's what i am i'm the bat girl Or I'll, I'll make I'll make hot dog runs. I got y'all. I got you. <laughs> Gab, thanks for joining us. How are you doing this week? Uh, it's been a great week. We're finally out of January, which seemed like it was like twelve years. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. It like January was just an extra month of twenty twenty. It seemed like yeah, like honestly. January, like the Browns beat the Steelers twice in January, and we just ended January, and that felt like it was years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I see. I well, write about the Browns, and I was so happy when they won. Um, uh, when they beat the Steelers, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes, thank you." 
Thank See, you. I Let feel like though, I feel like though, as a Cleveland fan, that you know, you guys would be like, okay, you can end January now. It's done. We we no. the Steelers twice. Like that's <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much how we were after that divisional, after that wild card round. Like we knew we weren't going to win the divisional round, although we threatened to. Um, and we were like, we can end now. We just won our Super Bowl. I mean, like uh, being into the playoffs, I was like, this is it. This is great. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and all of that, and then we'll get started. Okay, so my name is Gab. If we don't know that by now, my name is Gab, and I talk shit on the internet. Talk shit to other fans. I talk shit about my own team. I talk shit about all, and I give some hot takes, and I make some TikToks and some other content for FanDuel, where I also probably will be talking shit. Yeah, and she will occasionally jump in Lake Erie after a Browns win. Yeah, so. this, okay. yeah this, this is a girl after my own heart. Okay. Yeah. This is. Because I'm the girl that burns effigies in her yard. So. Hey, Gab, she's a, she's a Saints fan. So she's. I, yeah, I don't that, know why you're shaking your head. That's not appropriate for this conversation. Uh, it most certainly is. Thank you. Mm. Well, the you know what they said? You know what they said about the Super Bowl weather this week? I swear 70 God, degrees, you no breeze. Recycle a joke. That is not <laughs> so good. I see. I haven't even heard that one. See, no, there's no reason to recycle a joke. Okay, that's mm, didn't need it. Yeah. But let's let's go. Let's let's well, let's yeah. Get let's on the let's show, get please. started with yeah, a let's get note. Started. Let's get started before Heather realizes Jameis Winston's the starting quarterback next year. I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> well, today, Wednesday, is National Girls and Women in Sports Day, so I feel like that requires a nice little shout-out there. Yes, thank you both for um, being awesome. Uh, yes. And for, all, for, for all our young ladies and women that are playing sports, for all our young ladies and women that are reporting on sports, uh, keep doing it, man. Yeah. Incidentally, yeah. the the National Women's Hockey League uh, postponed their playoffs because of COVID. Uh, they they had like a two week season. Well, they had like a two week season that was on Twitch because there's only six teams. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they they but stream like all their games on like Twitch last week <laughs> with their season. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the season is now over, and the playoffs were supposed to start. Um, okay. And some COVID tests uh, pop positive and now it has been s- delayed. Great. Yeah. So. Well, that that okay. fucking sucks, man. Yeah. Like I, I hate that. It's a startup league, man. They need that. They need the exposure of the playoffs. You know, yeah. they need it. Um, oh, I, I think mean, what I, they did this year is brilliant by partnering with Twitch and getting those subscriptions and getting people on. I saw, you know, 7,000 people at one point cause I've watched some of the games. Um, yeah. I, wa- I saw 7,000 people watching women's hockey, which is more than I thought outside yeah. of the Olympics that the NWHL was pulling. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's more – like, I'm a huge rugby fan. That's more that's more eyes, eyeballs on a match than Major League Rugby is getting right now. And, like, the cool and they, thing about it, like, on Twitch, like, if you're just scrolling through there, it could, like, pop up and you'd be like, oh, hey, what's this? And then you check it out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the games are fun. I, I watched, like, three of them. Yeah. Uh, last week so i mean it's it's good hockey like yeah i mean let's face it where three of us are from ohio we sat through columbus blue jackets at the very <laughs> beginning like they they were <laughs> awful so yeah. yeah i mean i always said that if there was a women's hockey league uh you know back in the 
2000, I guess it would be the 2014 Winter Olympics. I said if there was a women's hockey league, I would watch it. And then they launched one and didn't air any of the games, so I couldn't watch it. Um, but, you know, I saw it was on Twitch, so I've been trying to tune in every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it goes back to like Gab, your Twitter at interaction with that bag of dicks earlier. Uh, oh. You know, that was like, you know, no, nobody cares about women's sports. Bullshit, dude. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you just want some attention, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, is he, he tries to, my favorite part was he talks shit to you and then immediately locks his Twitter account. So nobody else can see his shit. You're going to run your mouth like that and then you're going to go back on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's dive into Major League Baseball and what more appropriate topic for National Girls and Women in Sports Day than the fact that men in sports seemingly cannot prevent themselves from harassing women. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to let the ladies talk first. Well, uh, let, let's 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 break this down first and then we'll yeah. open the uh, discussion this week. Mickey Calloway was suspended by the Los Angeles Angels after allegations that he sexted female reporters while with the Mets and Cleveland Baseball Club and spurred an M- uh, Major League Baseball investigation in what was described as, quote, the worst kept secret in sports. The uh-huh. Athletics, Brittany Giroli and Katie Strang shared details and screenshots, and at least seven more women were warned to stay away from Callaway. Oh, I love it when there's receipts. Love it. This is the internet. There's always receipts. Yeah, yeah. but there's just, oh, God. Sometimes those receipts get taken away. Oh, yeah, the- and then they get altered, and yeah. it's not the same. It's not the same. So, Yeah. Oh, love it when people keep receipts. That's why I screenshot yeah, I, everything. Thing, I'd be screenshot everything. 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 I mean, is it, this is the shitty part, though, is that we have, you know, women, you know, that are working their asses off to cover the sport. They're, they're trying to get leads. They're trying to do interviews. They're trying to just do their fucking job. Uh, and Mickey Calloway of all people who was a fucking lackluster pitching coach for the Cleveland baseball club. And yeah, that's what we call the team since they're going through the rename. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, but I, I actually, I actually like that. So I'd be okay with it. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, dude, you, you were, he was a mediocre white dude that fell upwards. Uh, like you, you were an okay pitching coach with Cleveland yeah. And then you got the fucking Mets job. And, you know, of course he's going to be, it seems like the Mets have an issue. They Now keep in mind, their G, the GM that was just fired and Callaway didn't coincide at the same time. But I, there's something in the water up there outside yeah. of Citibank Field, right? But yeah, I, I just, dude, you know, women cover sports, man. And they should be allowed to do it. Without Mickey fucking Callaway dropping trowel and sending them a dick pic, I'm just all I'm saying. I don't think that's a big deal, you know. Like I, I, I also know, women, feel like we had this conversation last week. Yeah, we and did. I also, I also yeah. feel I should be able to beat Mickey Callaway with a sock full of quarters because I don't know if you saw what his official re- release was. It was I'm a married man, and you know, essentially, my lawyer will address you later. Yeah, like you have to think, like, see, like. Even for like your wife, like that's just so embarrassing, you know. Like what? What is like she? Oh, yeah. Like like I would be so. I'd like do whatever you want, but just don't embarrass me. Don't do whatever you want, but like if you're gonna do something, just don't embarrass me. Yeah, I mean, or I just, better I, yet, like don't do something where there's evidence. Yeah, like. Well, I don't know that I go that far. <laughs> no, no, because ignorance is bliss. 
I to would an just extent, rather, I would rather just give her wife, his wife, a sock full of quarters and just tell her to go to town. Yeah. Like, do, and then, do your and work. then I would stream it and charge $5 a head and I would walk away a millionaire because people oh, want to see that, that. Or, you know, even better, like if he needs a CPAP device, just make sure it malfunctions in the middle of the night or adjust your pillow in the middle of the night and somehow it finds its way over accidentally his face. over his face. Okay, and when but you here's, roll here's over my in the question. night. First like, off, we have to say in Minecraft because we can't give ideas for murder on a podcast. In Minecraft, yes, in Minecraft. Okay, yeah. It, yes, it's, it's um, Minecraft, yeah. How is this still an issue on the professional level? Didn't we learn from, I don't know, Brett Favre? Or was it, wasn't it Brett Favre like 15 years ago doing this? I don't think yeah. anyone's ever going to get it, to be honest. Like, there's always going to be dumb idiots or gross, disgusting creepsters. You guys just don't, like, you think at this point there wouldn't be, but. Should, no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Say me and Gab show up to do an interview with somebody, right? Interview a coach whatever you know just the fact that we have glasses on is going to trigger some kind of weird little fantasy and for some reason it's going to be like oh she wants to see my dick because she put her glasses on and it's like bitch i need this so i can see the computer screen and it's blue light so it doesn't give me a headache so no I mean, yes, okay, so then that means it zooms it in. So, yeah, so I might be able to see your dick. But nobody needs that. It's That's not why I put them on. Like, it's just, like, I, like even from, like, my own experiences, when I, because I get, like, athletes on interviews, if I DM one of them and I'm like, hey, um, I work for so-and-so, like, I'm looking to set up an interview. You don't have an email for a PR. That's why I'm DMing you. And then they're like, then they'll like reach out and they'll be like, yeah, you can do this. They're like, well, what else do you want? I'm like, nothing. I don't want anything else. Like I just want to speak. I want an interview. In a professional setting. Like I'm not trying to text you on the side and say, Hey, let's hook up on the weekend. Yeah. And then when you that's do what, that, that's you what do you're trying to do. Yeah. And it sounds like you're trying to put the idea to make it sound like that's what I wanted. Like that was my idea. Yeah. And then as soon as that's no. not your intention, like most of them don't reply. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, a, it, it comes from like a sense of entitlement, like even these coaches, uh, you know, and I'm sorry, like I, I'm a Cleveland fan. Mickey Callaway didn't do that great of a fucking job. You should not feel that entitled to where you could do that to a woman, you yep. know, uh, like. That's usually how it is. It's because yeah. they have a false sense of grandeur. Yeah. So. It's like, dude, I get it. I get it. Like, you know what I would be doing if I was the pitching coach for the fucking Indians? One, I would be hanging out like Harry Buffalo three nights a week and having people buy me drinks all night. Okay. One, two. All right. I You'll sit at the table probably, in the back towards the left. Exactly. Heather, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, right. Oh, but like, sorry, and sorry. then I, I probably would do my job a little better than Callaway did when he was in Cleveland. And yep. you know what I also I wouldn't do? Send my dick in a picture to women that are just trying to do their fucking jobs. Because at best, I'm going to be like, listen, yes, absolutely. Interview. Uh, just don't yell. I'm slightly hungover. And, uh, you know. Dim the lights and, a little. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
And then one, I'm going to have like the pitcher, the starter from last night in there with me. So if she's going to scream at me about sucking at my job, I can just blame him. I'm like, did you not see him give up five runs of four innings? That's all him. That's all him. Fuck this guy. Oh, no, really? I, I don't mean it. But yeah, fuck you, dude. Like, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> oh, Lord. So I, I, th- I feel like at the rate 2021 is going, instead of a dead pool, we need to just have a dick pool to see who's going to be the most likely to be outed as sending dick pics next. Oof. I mean, I still feel like we could call it a dead pool because if that's something Deadpool would do. <laughs> yeah, that is something Deadpool would do. So uh, I, I just just sign me up for any front office person from the Mets. Honestly, uh, like this is sad to say, but I feel like you get like at least five people from each team. In- oh, yeah. Oh, oh, sweetie, you don't have to be polite. It's okay. <laughs> you don't. It's- yeah, let's. I mean, we're honestly. There's probably a lot more than that. Even um, we we need we I need kid. to like I kid. We need to like some we we like from the ground up. Not obviously not from the top up because these are all rich motherfuckers. But like we need to start forcing some change. And it's it's nice to see that sports journalists are holding uh, these assholes' feet to the fire. Like that's what I'm happy about. Well, it needs to happen more often because we know that it's a much bigger issue than it than it's been portrayed as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, elsewhere, worst, worst kept secret. That's yeah. The worst kept secret in sports ever that yeah. Mickey Calloway is sending unsolicited you. dick pics and sexting women. Um, Do your like way. It's fine. Uh, Okay. Uh, <laughs> elsewhere in baseball, a delayed start to the season was proposed last week. Uh, the proposal was up for 154 games with a one-month delay to the start of the season and full pay for the completion of the season. The Players Association shot down the proposal, mostly for not having a plan for pay if the season had to be shortened in any way, but they also disagreed with the expanded playoffs and the proposal for Universal DH. Uh, first, I don't know why they wouldn't yeah. want Universal DH, right? Am I the only one that agrees with the Universal DH? I I don't have any issues going that route yeah. at this point. I, I don't know about anybody uh, else, but what, watching a pitcher hit hurts my feelings. Like, I feel personally attacked when they're at bat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're bad. Yeah, once in a while you get that great at bat that makes it kind of seem worth it, but ninety nine times out of a hundred, it's like, why are we doing yeah. this? Like, yeah, if you don't have both leagues doing it, like, what's the? That's just stupid, you know. I feel like it's a disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, like when there was an actual difference between the AL and the NL, you know, when they both had their own presidents and there was like an actual rivalry and there wasn't interleague play. Okay, I get it, but now who gives a shit? Like, honestly, who gives a shit these days? Um, I, I, you know, and I'm glad to see the players fucking say no. Uh, I mean, the expanded playoff for, you know, this past season, cool. You know, we were dealing with the COVID stuff, um, you know, but I'm more interested in seeing what is the COVID response for Major League Baseball this time around. Yeah. Because if we're playing 162 games, what happens if a team loses more than 20, 25, right? Because, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it, you know, every governor is a little different and every governor is going to allow a different amount of people in stadiums this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like you the Braves are going to have a full stadium. Yeah. But you know, I, everywhere in California is going to be empty or probably not even playing there. 
I mean, Toronto's still looking for a home. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto's going to be like trying to share space with the Buffalo Bisons, man. You know, like, I feel so bad for him. Like Toronto's rugby team uh, for MLR is playing in Atlanta this year because that's the only place they could share space. But yeah, I mean, Gab, you're absolutely like, like what, how's this going to look? Because some states are still probably going to be locked down. And then we have other states like uh, Texas looking at you, bitch, like that had just a, a completely flouted COVID uh, restrictions. And, you know, people are still getting sick and it'll alarm me great. You know, like how, how's this going to work? Um, yeah. And, and, it, and it's not like, you know, say football where you're playing one game a week. You have occasionally, you know, you can rearrange a bye week. You miss two weeks of baseball. You're missing 10, 12 games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a lot of the season to be missing. So then what are they going to do with that? Just like win percentage? Yeah, right. I mean that's that, like how how are we looking at this? Like that's a, that's a great point. Like we can't, yeah, we just can't go off win percentage this time. Like especially if you know one team plays all 162 and you get another team that plays 140. You know, like you 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 can't make that work. Uh, and I mean, I, you know, we 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 do not stand Rob Manfred on this podcast. We don't like <laughs> that man. Um, so. Uh, I, I could see him like on TV, like, well, guys, I don't know what to do. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fluid situation. There's a lot, there was a lot up in the air. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go. And then every, every writer in that room's just, or, you know, or on, on zoom or whatever, just like, dude, this guy's fucked. He is so fucked. He has no clue what he's doing. Uh, I just, I really dislike that man. I did see that the Biden administration is pushing for the one month delay and to get, all players vaccinated. Oh, oh, okay. So cool. Yeah. Ken Rosenthal reported that just uh, about an hour and a half ago. That's 20, what, 25 players? 30 teams. You're looking almost 900, about 800. Uh, And that's not even counting staff and, you know, support players, backup players, all of that. Yeah. All right, Joe. Uh, How about we just do this, Tim? Do your segue. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to get on <laughs> and I won't get off. <laughs> well, our other big piece of news this week comes from the NFL as the Detroit Lions got away with theft, in my opinion, uh, with the L.A. Rams. Uh, they completed the first ever trade of number one overall draft picks. Um, Los An- the Rams got quarterback Matt Stafford, the 2009 number one pick, and Detroit got... Jared Goff, the 2016 number one pick. They also get this year's third round pick and firsts from the Rams in 2022 and 2023. So um, I I was listening to something to uh, yesterday about, and they were talking about it. Did you know that the Rams have not had a first round draft pick since 2016? Yeah, because they traded a bunch to move up 15 mm-hmm. spots to take Goff and yeah. then traded him for Matt Stafford. They literally live their lives a quarter of a mile at the time. Because <laughs> that is like they clearly value first round draft picks as much as they value a bag of shit. Yeah. Because that's they, they had this is the sixth, the seventh one that they haven't had. And so I, I don't know, I guess it's just, they kind of like 
their odds at like top of the second round as opposed to like bottom of the first. But I don't know. It's that's ridiculous, but okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I question if, if Matt Stafford is fetching two first round picks, a player, and then a later mm-hmm. round pick, what is the Sean Watson going to get? The whole damn team. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? Houston might do. Oh, wait, no. Uh, O'Brien's gone. Uh, they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so, like criminal theft. Well, I mean, golf is like, he, you, you don't know what you're getting with golf because like he has this great season one year and then the next season, like the guy doesn't look like he can hit water if he fell out of a boat. Right. Um, Stafford, at least he's a known quantity, right? You know what you're getting with Matt Stafford, right? You're, you're going to get like 4,000 yards passing. You're going to get like 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, uh, you know, a couple fourth you're, quarters. You're also, you're also getting a guy in his, what, 12th or 13th season who has had a broken back, has taken more hits than Deshaun Watson has uh, on average per season oh. because they refuse to put an offensive line in front of Matt Stafford. They refuse to put an offensive line in front of Deshaun Watson. That poor that, man. That's fair. Uh, I'm making an, I'm illustrating a point here, Mac. You there's are getting a guy one, who is way like if dude, this is a trade for Texas 2014. If this is a trade for 2014, Matt Stafford, I'm on board. LA might have won the trade. This is a trade for 2021, Matt Stafford. Yeah, you have a 2021 Matt Stafford that actually knows how to make a read past his first wide receiver. Jared Goff hasn't figured that out yet. <laughs> like, and he's got Cooper Cup. He's got Robert Woods. He's got a pretty good offensive line in front of him. Like, the only wide receiver, uh, uh, you know, Stafford's ever played with was Megatron. And he's been gone for how long? A good amount saying. of time. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. man. Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm not saying it was a good trade. Like, I, I think it's ridiculous to give up two first-round picks for Stafford. But, you know, I mean, I could see the Rams doing better. And then, uh, you know, you, you, those two picks are going to be great because, like, next year, if they try and cut Goff, if the Lions try and cut Goff next year, they have $65 million in dead cap money. And then the year after, it's $32 million or some shit. And then the year after that, it's eight. So he's got two years to try and make it in Detroit. And if he doesn't, he's gone. Well, I think you proposed that they were probably only going to try for one year and then try to package those two first to move up, right? No, they would have to do two. They would have to do the two because, like, no no team's going to carry $32 million in dead money mm. for a player that's not there, right? No team's going to do that except the Saints who just – always carry dead money on their salary cap. Heather, that's not a knock against you. It's just what they no, do. You're, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. You are correct. Yeah. They do. You know, but like if you can eat $8 million in cap to get rid of an ineffectual quarterback after two years, fuck yeah, dude. And then you just package just like two first-round picks up. You move up in the draft. You pick the next, you know, big thing at quarterback. Well, and Sean McVay is a winner here too because Goff really hasn't been like – super great clearly um but he's also been pretty skittish and immobile for the most part ever ever since they lost the super bowl to the pats mm -hmm. yeah and so now you know he's getting a quarterback who you know lets it rip and he'll gut it out and so you know if everything kind of keeps going the way it's gonna go i mean they could have a solid playoff run because now you know uh fucking mcveigh has a little bit more 
consistency, I guess. So, you know, and I think, and and from what I understand, that's kind of been like a consensus of like, well, what if McVeigh had someone like Stafford or whatever, you know, that could really like showcase his talents. And so now that's happening. So, you know, it could be, you know, a, a year from now, you know, not, maybe not a year from now, a year from like three weeks ago of like, are yeah. we really talking about the Rams right now? Which is how we were about the Bills. So, Okay, I'm going to call an audible from the notes because I know Gab has some opinions on this next topic. Um, can we put to rest this Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson bullshit? Yes, please. Gab, go, go. Let it rip. You don't want me to. No, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, we no, do. <laughs> oh, yes. Because Deshaun Watson is my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Oh, wow. Do I, think, do I think that he would ever come to Cleveland? Absolutely not. No chance in hell would we be able to get Deshaun Watson ever. And I think Baker Mayfield is better for the Browns. However, I do think Deshaun Watson is the better quarterback. Deshaun Watson is at least top four. That's fine. But what I want to put to rest is this. The Browns should trade for Deshaun Watson. They shouldn't trade for Deshaun Watson. Also, how everyone's like freaking out. They're like, oh, my God. They took the screenshot from the article, you know, you know, the ESPN article where there's 17 teams listed and we're like number 16. (laughs) Disregarded everybody else in it and took the screenshot of our team. And they're like, this is so stupid. ESPN, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing this. Don't feel flattered. We were last on the list. Yeah. <laughs> again, again, it's the whole, but there's still a chance. Yeah, like, yeah. it could yeah. happen. It's yeah. probably not gonna. And it now, shouldn't. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I like, mean, the, the Browns are just a- for a reason. We shared the shit out of it. Good for whoever wrote that. Yeah. But I mean, like, the Browns are just a few pieces away, honestly. They are just a few pieces away. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and if, say, they need six pieces, five of them are on defense, okay? Like, that's just the God's honest truth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. At the beginning of last season, like, two games in, I said, we're a, we're a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. We're a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. Completely changed my mind now because clearly we developed better over the season. But well, I mean, that's what I said. Yeah, but I mean, I I understand it because like Baker's playing on his like forty eighth offensive coordinator in, yeah. in four years. Yeah, that makes sense, right? But he, it, Stefanski's got a really quarterback friendly system. Like he made Kirk Cousins look good. Like who fucking does that, right? Who is rumored to be exploring a trade to the the Forty Niners? Forty Niners to the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude. You know, but <laughs> Kirk Cousins, man. Oh my god. Anyway, but like Baker got more comfortable in it. And I agree, Gab, like talent wise, Deshaun is better, right? He is better, but it's just not worth it. Yeah. No, because we'd have to trade like half of the pieces that we have to get Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. yeah. The trade package was like Odell. And I'm like, why would you not want Odell and Deshaun Watson to be in together in whatever you guys are doing with the trade? Well, I mean, yeah, but you've got to keep Odell healthy, though. Yeah. But his uh, ankle issues. On the flip side of that, okay, an ACL injury, no one can really see that one coming, right? But, like, Odell, you know, it, it, you, you pair Baker and Odell together under Freddie Kitchens, and let's face it, Kitchens kind of sucked, okay? He was good as an offensive coordinator, but he could not be head coach and offensive coordinator. Like, the, he should not have been allowed to do both, all right? So it didn't work out that well the first season. And then you've got two players, again, new system, new head coach. Like, it's going to take some time to gel. 
And in that last game before he got hurt, like we saw Odell ball out. Like the you want Odell Beckham on that team because it's only going to make Baker better. I really, I really believe that. Um, especially going into year two of Kevin Stefanski, who I think one should be sainted by the Catholic Church, and we then we refer to him as Saint Kevin. Uh, and I think that's the only uh, logical outcome out of him getting the Browns to the playoffs. Um, I, I mean, I think they're already putting up the Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb statues. Yes, they as they should, as they um. should. Okay, um, but like I, I just I think uh, you know Baker is is good for the team. I really think that. Because like when when shit was going sideways, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't need to throw the ball. I will hand the ball off to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and I am okay with this. That is fine. And it I worked. Yeah. And then when they needed him to open up the offense again at the end of the season, what happened? It Baker, worked. Baker played some great fucking football. You know. So like I'm, I, I and you know, Gab, you're right. Like they would have to trade the farm to get Deshaun Watson out there, right? Like mm-hmm. this is like a Herschel Walker. Uh, Cowboys the Vikings trade like three or four first rounders a couple players like it wouldn't be worth it it would not be worth it Deshaun Watson on the Browns right now makes the Browns better but you'd have to trade half of what the Browns are right now to get him and that is not worth the trade well and and how are you going to build that defense with no first round picks man right you know you want you want a couple in there like I would love to see the Browns like take uh, uh, the defensive end from Miami because he can play with his hand down or his hand up. I wish I could remember his name, but he transferred in like he went from Temple to Miami. He would be great. You know, you, you put him on the other side of Miles Garrett. Um, I really think they should sign Justin Simmons from Denver, have him play safety, you know, that deep safety. He plays well against the run. He's a ball hawk. And then you have him and Denzel Ward on one side. Like it would be fucking great. Right. And then of course, just, sign any linebacker with a pulse to replace the fucking stiffs that the Browns have like, boom, your defense is immediately upgraded. I think Quincy Roche is the one you're thinking of. Yes. Quincy Roche. Thank you, Tim. I I totally forgot his name. I appreciate you. But yeah, I mean, dude, like you, you spend a couple bucks on a linebacker or two, dude, that defense is completely revamped at that point. Yep. You know, and that's what you need. You need that speed. I mean, I can go on all day about this and I really don't need to. Uh, but yeah, don't let, let's keep Baker in Cleveland. Uh, one, I like his commercials and two, I think he's fucking good for the city. Absolutely. Well, that brings us to our, uh, big topic of the night. There's a little game coming up this weekend. What? Um, hmm. Super Bowl 55. Or as I'm which- calling it the, uh, the LSU bowl. I'm calling it the LSU Bowl <laughs> this week. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs look to become the first team to repeat a Super Bowl champion since mid t- the mid-2000s. Standing in his way, the quarterback who led that previous repeat, Tom Brady with his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Mac is sad because Mac is a Patriots fan and he misses mm. number 12. Um, number 12. No- Number 12 can kiss my grits. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Tom Brady is making his 10th Super Bowl appearance, hoping to capture his seventh Super Bowl. The Chiefs are a three point favorite, despite Tampa Bay becoming the first team in history to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. We'll save our picks for the end, but let's break down the game a bit. Uh, Who's going first? I shouldn't have to go first because I talk too much. (laughs) There you go. The floor is open. Go for it. Sure, I'll go. 
I think it's, I think it's going to be a phenomenal game if Tom Brady can stay awake past halftime. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, he's, how old is he right now? 40, 43? Three? 60, yeah. He's, he's yeah. 67 and, and he drinks he's a year. He's a year older than Breeze, so he's 43. To me, he is the greatest quarterback of all time. Well, that goes without saying. But a lot of people disagree with that, so I'm really excited. Patrick Mahomes might catch up and be him, which is probably likely going to happen. Not game-wise, I mean of all time-wise. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a really great game. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are surprised. I feel like I feel like Antonio Brown is going to have a good game. I keep saying that, and I keep being wrong, but I'm just going to keep saying it. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's the thing is with Kansas City, their defense isn't known for what you would call making stops. Uh, and you have like Antonio Brown, Chris Goodwin, Mike Evans, and then you got Gronkowski who decided, hey, I'm going to play good football again. Like Brady, or excuse me, number 12 has a lot of uh, receiving options out there. And then Leonard Fournette decided he was going to play football again as well. Yeah. So like well, two weeks ago, he decided to play football again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's splitting times with Ronald Jones, who has an average more than like three and a half yards of carry in two years. And Fournette can't beat him out. And then two weeks ago, he's like, no, I'm a bust out for more than hundred yards. Playoff, you know, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, defensively Tampa Bay is better. Um, but I mean, Mahomes, man, Mahomes yeah. and Tyree kill and Travis Kelsey, Holy fuck. That's soon to be the new holy trinity of uh, NFL offense right there. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the um, Warriors. Yeah. Basically. They, they can score from anywhere. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I, I hate to, you know, but like look at what Kelsey does to NFL linebackers. Nobody is fast enough to cover him. And then if, if he gets past the linebackers and the safety drops down in coverage, he's so big they can't cover him you know it's it's a ridiculous mismatch and on top of that he's ridiculously handsome so it's like he's got to have like webbed toes or some shit there has to be a drawback to travis kelsey somewhere uh but you know he's just like the dude is just so good and you got tyree kill who can you give him an inch and he's gone like he's gonna take it to the house um and mahomes is just the guy can make every you know he can complete any pass he can you know and, and what did the uh uh, who who talked shit about him about his old man run earlier this week? Um, I missed that one. Yeah, they were Wait, like, are you talking about Mahomes? Yeah, they were they were like, hey, don't oh. get, don't. yeah. They were talking about that on on uh, NFL Live because they were saying that it's kind of like this, just like this little old man hobble that he does, but it's a lot. It's it's more planned than what yeah, you realize. But he still picks up like realize. 15, 20 yards every fucking time he does it. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. what? It's, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's, yeah, well, and here's the thing, though. Like, here's some stats, though, between Brady in his 21st season compared to Mahomes and their 18-year age difference that they're very comparable this season. You had Brady had a 401 completions for 4,600 yards. He had uh, 40 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Mahomes had 390 completions, 4,700 yards, 38 touchdowns. And so statistically, Mahomes has the edge on Brady. And so I think that's kind of where Brady's age is kind of showing a little bit. But again, like you were saying, like Mahomes has these incredible 
tools at his disposal. And I think he's been a little bit better at utilizing those. Well, I mean, you know, Gab hit it like he's old as fuck. So Brady took him three weeks to warm up. Right. Before he looked like Tom Brady again. Yeah. Uh, Because those first few weeks, he looked like shit, like just like trash. And then it's like, oh, it's fucking Tom Brady. Awesome. Doing Tom Brady things. Me as a Pats fan had to deal with Cam Newton running for 15 touchdowns and throwing seven. So, yeah, it was awesome. It was a great year. I hate it. I hate the NFL. I'm going to go throw myself in traffic now. All right, let's talk about the wild card in the game here right now, and that's the news that broke about two hours ago, three hours ago. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs barber received a positive diagnosis for COVID while players were standing in line, including Patrick Mahomes, to get their haircut. Yeah, but he wasn't put on the – on the list though no robinson not, was put on the list and i forget the other dude he was put on but, the list but we also don't contact. know where this yeah. is gonna land did they all True. get tested already um i think they have they've kind of been quarantined because they were considered like high really risk. close contact yeah. yeah high risk close contact and they have to do negative covid tests they have like to have five. five. Yep, they have to have five. They have to have five negative COVID tests. Yo, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be some shit if Chad Henney starts the Super Bowl? <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> that name is dead to me. I was about I mean, to say, are you do you you do you mean Michigan's own Chad I mean, Henney? Yeah. <laughs> it would be Michigan quarterback versus Michigan quarterback. Yeah, both both of which split time. Okay. Yeah. Well, Let's, let's see, you know, we know who had the better career in that one. And who, right. can you believe that Tom Brady split time with Drew fucking Henson? Drew Henson, who would end up playing, th- finish his career playing third base for the New York Yankees AAA affiliate. Well, I mean, <sighs> Terry Bradshaw was roommates with fucking Robinson. So there you go. I have to say there is a little bit of a second chance element to this game, too, because uh, there's a number of players on both teams who are kind of in a lot of trouble or at some point in their career. Uh, Le'Veon Bell with the Chiefs. Then you've got Antonio Brown and Ndamukong Sue uh, with the, the Buccaneers getting their chance to get a Super Bowl. Yeah, I I mean, Antonio Brown. Uh, like, fuck, man. Uh, dude, yeah, like that dude's just like, I, I did ridiculously talented, and you just, uh, you know, he was supposed to yeah. be the next big thing for, for the Raiders, right? And then what's he doesn't even get out of training camp, he's like, no, nah, man, I want out, please get I out mean, of here. I hope <laughs> everything about him, I do, but I hope him and Le'Veon both score in this game, and Steelers fans get so pissed. <laughs> oh, dude and you know they would they would be so butthurt right or they'd now. be like we were better off without them anyways we don't like them but i'm like you guys literally kissed their ass for years and they said we hate you we're out your organization sucks and now look you fired all your yeah family. yeah now we're um question is the madden curse broken uh the last four madden cover athletes are playing in this game i don't believe in the madden curse anyway so i do is it because of Peyton Hillis? Because <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, Antonio Brown was on there. You have um, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and I can't remember who the fourth one is. Um, all playing in this game. And, I mean, 
could you say, you know, four consecutive athletes? Is that Madden curse broken? Maybe let's try one more and see what happens. Let's just okay. Like, let's just say like, this is just like a fluke and they just all united together to cancel out all the bad. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're also not in 2020 anymore. So, so why the fuck not? I mean, let's just go for it. All right. Um, oh, Gronkowski. That's the fourth one. Uh, so is Gronk, Brady, Antonio Brown, and Patrick Mahomes are the four yeah. most recent Madden cover athletes, and all four will be playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Did Let's you see what he said, Gronk. No, what did he say? There's no telling uh, about his like off-season workouts. Oh yes, yes. That was so funny. Uh, for those who didn't see it, uh, Rob Gronkowski admitted that he had to do like a week's worth of sprints. So all he was doing was like recording all of them in one day and just changing his shirt and submitting them on separate days. And that is my hero right there. Gronk doing Gronk things. Yeah, he's not surprised. The other days. Was that? He's like, I was just drinking beer all the other days. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Gronk doing Gronk things. Like, Probably absolutely. I mean, he was he was too busy on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. Um, and not Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Masked Singer. He was on Masked Singer like two seasons ago. Um, hey, and you know everybody, on that show. Hey, who's that? Brown. Yes, he was. He was one of the very first. Yeah. People. Yeah, I think he was the first person eliminated. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get to keys to the game. Let's start with Gab. What do you think is going to be the most important factor of this game? Um, if Tom Brady can keep up with their offense, like if they can score. I mean, like, wh- what's the deep? Like, defense, yeah, that's cool. But both teams are probably going to have to score a lot of points to win. I said that about the Browns game, though, and it was very low scoring, what I thought. Yeah. Heather, what's your key to the game? Um, to be perfectly honest, I think that um, I, I think that I think the Chiefs' offense is going to be key to the game. I think I think that uh, Kelsey is going. He's going to. He's going to have one of those plays that's going to decide the game. I it just the way that he is because you got Gronk and Kelsey going against each other. They're number one and number two of all time tight ends. So I, I think when you've got two juggernauts going against each other, especially when Kelsey has, you know, admitted to taking a page from Gronk's book and how he works. I I think that that's going to be that that's where the, the key is for the Chiefs. Is is going to be their offense and how they they're able to disrupt the Bucks defense. Yeah, Mac, what's your key to the game? Tyree Kill, man. Uh, the you know Bucks linebackers are you know they're not bad, uh, but they've got the speed to at least disrupt Kelsey. But I don't think their corners have what's ha- you know they I don't think they have what it takes to cover Tyree Kill one on one. You know because he'll he he gets one step behind you. That's it. You know, the guy is a black hole. Put the ball around, you know, anywhere near him, he's going to catch it. And if you give him a step, he's gone. Um, you know, but I think Tyreek you know, Tyre Hill is the X factor. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably going to come down to uh, defense. 
And by that, I mean one team is going to get a key stop towards the end and it's going to stop the momentum. This is going to be a high-scoring Super Bowl. I truly believe that. Uh, You have two of the most potent offenses, two of the most talented offenses. It's going to be a matter of who can get that stop at the key moment. Um, and, and that's really going to determine the game because one, one team blinks and the game's over. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is going to be a huge upgrade from last year when everybody was just like, what the, why the fuck are we even watching this? Like, I'll be honest. I barely remember last year's Super Bowl. (laughs) I can't even tell you who played last year. That's how unaffected I was by it. I don't even know who, I don't even remember. You remember the halftime show, though, right? That was the Shakira J Lo one, right? Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. yeah. So uh, last year told you everything you need to know about Jimmy Garoppolo in a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, how, it was the Niners. And how, as a Pats fan, I hope they give a hard pass on Jimmy G when they cut him before the season starts. <laughs> <laughs> told you it was just one of those games where I was just like, "Who the fuck cares? Like, why?" Yeah. Just just I mean, roll the commercials, play the halftime show and call it good and that's it. Well, I mean, I mean gamblers care and I'm well, always I mean, up fair for enough. football. Okay. That's fine. I mean, but yeah, no, I think this year is definitely going to be a lot a lot more like I mean, shit Heather, you know I watch football cuz I watch the AAF, the XFL and the Canadian football. I just love football. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Go, go Argonauts, by the way. Go Argonauts. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to bring us to our quick picks. A quick reminder going into the last game of the season, our standings. I am in first place with a 70 and 48 record. Heather cannot catch me. She's in second place with 68 and 50. Mac will uh, remain in the positive over 500. He is at 60 and 58. The Chiefs are a three-point favorite in this game. Let's start with Mac. Fuck Tom Brady. Go Chiefs. Salty. <laughs> always salty. All right. Oh, always. Oh, I'm, I'm petty as fuck and salty. I'm all that shit wrapped up into one. Well, yeah, you're he, from okay. Cleveland. There's no such thing as a Clevelander that holds a grudge. Well, no, and number, he like he bathes 12, in a brine. Ass. That's what it is. He just bathes in a brine. For, mm. for a bit, so stay yeah. salty for sure. Heather, who do you like? Um, I gotta go with Pop and the Chiefs because clearly, if any, if when I picked against them, they lost, and I can't, I can't live with that again. I just can't. I left, you know. Um, but like I said, it's just with Mahomes and Hill and Kelsey. Like I just and. It, Kansas City has one, two, three, four, five. Wait, yeah, four, five, six, seven, eight. They have eight LSU boys on their team. So yeah, I don't um, know if you can tell Gab, but she's really into the LSU Tigers. Yeah, I am really a bit, a bit. So uh, yeah, so it's so I, I gotta go. I gotta go with the Chiefs. All right, Gab. Who do you got in this game? Our, our fan duel expert. I don't bet on sports often. I probably won't even bet on this game. I'll probably bet on the Gatorade color because that one's fun. But I'm going with the Bucks. Oh, she or, went, she did a ten pick on this one. She I'm did. Bucks. I just I don't know why. I don't know. I'm probably going to be looking stupid. I'm going to look so dumb after this. But I just can't bet against Tom Brady. 
and I can't bet against Tom Brady on his revenge Super Bowl. I can't bet against Tom Brady playing the Chiefs at home. And I sure can't bet against Tom Brady when the Chiefs are making this underdog story out of nowhere where they're saying everybody's betting against them when no one has bet against them one time this season except against the Ravens. And they were only the Ravens were only favored by three and a half. Well, I mean, you could bet against them if you were a, a salty and briny Pats fan. I know I just don't I don't like how they're going about they're really like I said earlier like they're giving me Golden State KD Curry Clay vibes and I just don't like it I just want to see him get beat I do like that but what I'm saying well, by the way, I misspoke. There's there's only seven LSU players oh. in this game. Excuse me. Excuse oh, me. I misspoke. Seven. Let me correct myself. But still, they're the ones that matter, so it's okay. Yeah, the, the LSU of the Midwest. That's what Listen, you want to be known as. <laughs> the number seven bowl is what's being played right now. The number seven bowl is on Sunday. This game is, I mean, for obvious reasons, the hardest one to pick. I've been going back and forth on this one all week. Um, and I think that I came in here prepared to go one way, and I think I'm going to change it because at the end of the day, this season was about one thing, and that was proving whether it was the system or the coach. He's going to do it, Mac. He's going to do it. I'm telling and you. And I think that in the Super Bowl, in a season where he is trying to prove that it was all him and not Bill Belichick, you cannot bet against Tom Brady. And this is where I get a new friend. <laughs> and I, I, I came in here prepared to go with Kansas City. I really did. I, 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 I had it written down and I, I literally just went, I, I can't do it. Because this is this is Tom Brady we're talking about in a prove it year. I know who the fuck Tom Brady is. Okay, I watched. And him you know why years. you don't bet against him. This is not Eli Manning on the other side of the field. Uh, somebody better. <laughs> fair, but who is his Achilles heel? You know better than anybody. Shut I've up. got the Buccaneers at home. Of course you do. Uh, I'm locking it in. Tim, I hope Great. you step on a Lego. um one other quick note uh i just want to celebrate the fact that we are getting ncaa football Mm. back on video games uh consoles everywhere sometime soon uh, for the first time since 2014 well and i just want to add because it's apropos to today but also just remember that this super bowl will be the first female official on the field yes and then it also the first super bowl where there are female coaches on the sidelines so yeah i will give i will give bruce arians that he actually uh oh who will also be the oldest coach in super bowl history to be coaching yeah well 68 Okay, that's cool. He needs to take the fucking kangles off then, man. Like, come on, bro. At a certain point, it's got to stop. All right, it's got to stop. <laughs> so, okay. So, all right. So, so we're done with that. So, so this, I guess now is kind of our turn to kind of like. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk with Dab and what yeah. she does yes. here. Interview time. Because but, she, she's boots on the ground there in Cleveland. Yes. I'm what? 
your, your boots, boots on, on the ground, ground in Cleveland. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're at home. And Gab, like Tim and I are jealous. Like I would kill to be back up in Cleveland. All right. Like I, that's, that's like my favorite place on the planet. Um, yeah, I think that sometimes too. And then I went outside today and it too much snow and slush. And I said, nah. Yeah. That's the only time I don't miss it. Uh, I, I miss it because of that. I'm down in, down in fucking North Carolina. <laughs> uh. You two are. It sounds like a personal problem to me. Yeah. No, but well, I actually have a couple of questions for Gab. So not to really put her on the spot to make her feel like she needs to, you know, just but we're gonna put her on the spot. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're definitely putting her on our spot. Okay, I'm ready. okay, so my first question is why were you awake so early to respond to that jerk's DM so fast? <laughs> so early? I think yeah. she was up late. Or yeah. up late. What, what, was the, what was the hour? Oh, it was like thirty. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought it was like three. Like two every single night. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair See, enough. You said one thirty. I'm thinking you're about to say like four. Oh. Well, oh, I thought no, it was no, like no. three. Dang. <laughs> um. So, what got you into sports? Um. I've watched sports my whole life with my dad. Big Cleveland sports fan. I watched sports my whole life with him. Went to games with him. Played sports my whole life, and it's just yeah, it's just been ever since. Okay. I was a World Series baby, but we lost. Got it. Got it. Wait, uh, how young are you? 25. Yeah, carry uh, the two. You're okay. fine. Yeah, yeah so the 95. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I had to sit there and do math. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's not what you do. So. Um, I remember. I remember that season. Yeah, uh, I didn't go to school after uh the tribe lost that one so i'm just gonna excuse myself over here in the corner Uh, (laughs) okay so my next question is is as a woman what has been the most difficult part of getting others to take you seriously or even listen to you in general especially Mm -hmm. when you talk sports one of the most difficult parts just like even just opening my mouth at any second there's mm-hmm. someone that has something to say. Of course. And that's like, like I could, I could say like, Hey, like I took my dog outside and they'd be like, well, you're a woman. I don't care. Yeah. And it's like one of the hardest parts is just, I don't know. Sometimes it just, I feel like they don't think my opinion is valid. I'm like, I know more than you. So I don't know why you're talking. Exactly. Which is something that I, I think that's part of the reason of how like I became friends with those two is because I will clap back. Yeah. I don't care. I will clap back and likely I will teach you something in the meantime while I'm clapping back. So, but yeah, that's kind of the same of just because I have a vagina doesn't mean that I can exactly. talk sports or understand it or anything like that, you know. That's not my lane. So my next question, this is my last question. And this is actually more of a question for my husband, who we lovingly call number one fan on the show that he doesn't know that I'm asking. Um, But since you're in Cleveland, um, do you know Johnny Gargano and can he be his friend? Do I know him? (laughs) Yes. He's a wrestler. His favorite wrestler. And he's a huge He's a huge Browns fan. That's yeah. the thing. He, he and his wife are huge Browns fans. So that's I can cry really hard. I'm I, can I mean, okay. I just, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a it's surprise gonna, for him when he listens to this episode. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be funny when she actually pulls this off. When Gab pulls this off, there's like an an autographed picture in the mail. I swear to God, uh, he will die. <laughs> he will die. So, well, the picture in the mail. I wouldn't be surprised if that was one of them. So okay. Well. So let let's ask the most important question as a Cleveland fan: um, Where were you that fateful night in June in 2016? Uh. Right there, like right <laughs> here, like right, right there. Right <laughs> I'm so jealous. I don't. Because I, I was. I, I was, don't know what that I is. Was, I was. That, that, that's the night that Cleveland won well, the, the NBA, NBA championship. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. bringing the first national championship in pro sports to I Cleveland. Vaguely remember since 1948. Right. Um, yeah, I was at. I was at work. Uh, and I was watching it on my phone, and I you were on your way to Buffalo Wild Wings to meet me when it ha- when it ended. Yeah, at, at, yeah, when it ended, that's when my shift ended. But I watched the entire fucking game on my phone, and like my supervisor's like, "Hey, are you gonna pay attention?" I'm like, "No, I'm no, busy right now." Not, <laughs> the I'm fuck are you not. talking about, dude? Um, I'm I maintain that I was days. at the most Cleveland bar I could be at, and that's Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. which has its home in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right, Gab. Uh, we're we're going rapid fire here. Favorite okay. cab. Favorite cabs. Yeah. Favorite cab. Give me one. Okay. Uh, favorite brand. Odell. Um, Odell. Odell. All right. That's favorite, my girl. That's my baby. <laughs> fa- favorite member of the Cleveland baseball club. Now that they jettisoned oh, they're all of same birthday. Okay. I didn't hear who she said. Sorry, it broke up. Jose Ramirez, oh. same birthday. Dude, Ramirez. Oh, He's going to soon. So. Yeah, Elena's trying to pry him away from us, and it's just going to kill me. Probably going to happen. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, do you, I, I, Gab, I'm a like a salary cap nerd. If they trade Ramirez, do you know? Do you know who, or do you know what the the, the Cleveland baseball club salary cap hit will be? Um, twenty two. Nine and a half million if Ramirez gets traded. Nine and a half million if they well, trade Ramirez. I will go out there without protest out there for days. Yeah, dude, I, I think I would just adopt like a, a, a weird Padre. minor league club. I'm you the know, Padres. I'm to the Padres. Yeah, well, I, I would just I would just adopt a a, a really uh, weird minor league, weirdly named minor league baseball Wait, team. Wait, you mean the Cleveland baseball club? Because they'll be in minor league teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about the sock puppets? Yes. We oh have the God. Burl- we have the Burlington sock puppets down here now, Gab. Yes, yes. Oh, have that's what puppets. I said. That's yeah. what I said. That's exactly what I said. Well, I, I mean, thought yeah, it was well, a joke. I thought he was <laughs> kidding, but he's not. No, no, he's not. That's a that real was announced thing. on Monday, I believe. Oh God, like I was watching some TikTok that was saying the name. I can't remember. There was like some. There was one like it was a raccoon and they called him like trash trash pandas. Yes, trash pandas. Yes, yes. yes. that's down yeah. in Alabama. Yes, that's the mm-hmm. trash pandas, and they are a double A team. So, nice. yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, even well, after all the realignment. About... Yeah. Okay. Well, now this was hockey though, but still, let's not forget about the uh, the rail yard dogs. Okay. Yeah, we had the rail yard dogs. Uh, mm-hmm. We had like the ice flows down in Florida. Like minor minor league sports have some great names. Yeah. Um, but it's literally the only place you can do names like that, though. Yeah. But I mean, like, Gab, what, uh, like, you're, you're, I, I think super fans kind of like a, like a pejorative, but like, what, 
<laughs> what what got you into like being like like you're one of the top Browns fans out there? You know, like people put their eyeballs on you uh, through TikTok and Twitter. But like, how how did you get started in that? Like, what what um, kind of propelled you into it? It was on accident. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it was actually on accident. Well, I never I didn't really use my Twitter that much. I didn't use it. I just like to. I would like go on there and like see the memes, like um, do whatever. And then, like, one day I tweeted this photo of Odell at, the, like, it was the first scrimmage, you know, orange and brown when they play against each other. I took a picture of him on the sideline. And this was when I still lived in Pittsburgh. I tweeted it and I said, things I'll never get tired of seeing. It got like 20,000 retweets, like 200,000 likes. I had 400 followers. The next day I had 4,000. Oh, God. And then like, you say funny stuff about sports. You should just fire it off at this point. I'm like, okay, here I go. Then I did it. Like, yeah, it, like, it was literally an accident. That's amazing. You know, <laughs> I mean, but I was like, gonna say, uh, I mean, we literally do that every week to our 24 listeners and it doesn't yes. exactly yeah. Yeah. blow uh, up and, quite like and, that. So and, and yeah, but it, it, it vacillates between like 20 and 24, depending on who doesn't want to hear my voice that week. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's great. Uh, you know, I mean, like, like I follow you on Twitter uh, and you're like one of my favorite Twitter followers because you're just like, dude, I'm a Browns fan. You know, I love where I'm at. You know, like these are my, these are my players. Like this is my team. These are the guys I, you know, this is the, guy, the people I follow. And like you catch a lot of hell, especially oh, from Pittsburgh fans. Uh, yeah. Like they are just downright awful. Um, and I'm with you on that. Fuck the city of Pittsburgh with the exception of like 14 people. Like that's yeah. how I feel about it. Um, but like how, like, d- does that kind of like uh, backlash and shit talking ever get to you at all? Um, mentally, I would say like, no, like, cause at the point I'm like, they don't know me. They're never going to see me. If they saw me in person, they would never say that stuff to me. They're just being miserable. I'm sorry that your team sucked and we beat you twice. That's why you're sad today. But like, they would never say that stuff to me. And even if they did, I would just like, look at them and laugh and be like, like, like you're an adult, like grow up. Maybe yeah. that my team beat yours and sorry that my team sucked ass for 30 years and you still are upset about it. Also, like living in Pittsburgh for a few years really just makes me be like, you know, I, I know I know a lot of Steelers fans that are my friends and they don't act like you idiots. So I like, just don't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and every every fandom has those yeah. those fans. Every fandom yeah. does. So I mean. I'm an, I'm an Ohio State fan. I can honestly yeah. say that's like 90% of our fan base is those Ohio fans. State fans. Ohio State Steelers fans. Yep. The meme with the handshakes. Same yep. Mm-hmm. yep. 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 No, trust me. I, that's Ohio State Steeler fan together. Ooh. Ooh, both of them? Ooh, so, okay. So that, so do you have a college team then? Um, I mean, like, I'll cheer for Ohio State because, like, I mean, all my friends like Ohio State. Everybody watches it. I'd like to be a part of it when they're doing it with the alcohol and the snack mm-hmm. but like for college and people like roast me for this i'm like i just want them all to do well i like, just I, hope they have fun like i, I hate roasting like an 18 year old i'm not gonna be like oh i hope you die because you missed a field goal oh my god yeah thank you thank you mm-hmm. i uh like dude i am a huge buckeye fan like i'm a huge buckeye yeah. fan. but it's like when people get fired up about national signing day like, like they, you are paid to do it yeah, and dude, you're a grown ass adult who gives a shit if an 18 year old kid's like, you know what? I don't want to go to school in Tennessee. I'm going to go to school in Texas. Like, who gives a fuck? Let that kid live his life. 
Yeah, he's getting a free education. He's trying to make a career out of what he's doing. Why are we roasting them for trying to make a career? No one's going up to you in college and saying, hey, I hate you. I hope you die because you're a finance major. Maybe now because it's probably but Yeah, I mean, let's face it with the Robin Hood stuff, finance majors are probably catching hell right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. Like, I agree with you there. Like, for me, like... I, like the bug guys are always going to be on my team, but like, I, I do want to see players succeed. I want them to, yeah. to get to the next level. Like our official podcast team is the coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Like that's the, oh, that's the team official. we adopted. That is what, Hey, official hey. as the podcast, not yes. like our individual mm. team, yes. but yeah. as hometown crowd, it's yes. the Chanticleers. Yeah. yeah. Like do I uh, want Dabo to never coach again and never see his face again. Yes. Do yeah. I want people yes. to yes. do well? Also, yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, think we, I think we could say that we all hate Dabo and Nick Saban at this point. Like, I'm over it. <laughs> Who's your dream interview? So damn sassy and so rude to all those reporters. Like, relax. Yeah. yeah. Who's your dream interview? Um, probably Odell. I don't think I could speak mm-hmm. to him. I don't think I would be able to. You don't think I'd so? I didn't start crying. <laughs> listen though, i was there i was there at lsu i was at that game when he had a 99 touchdown 99 yard touchdown return against old miss and it was fantastic I and i hollered and i screamed and i love him and he's my baby i love him or kelly Oubre. also wouldn't be able to speak also wouldn't know what to do yeah kelly Oubre, man yeah I'm a Kelly Oubre simp, so that's all. Of them. Well, you know what? That's all right, man. Because, like, honestly, like Oubre is—he's the shit, man. I really, I like, I like, I'm a, you know, I love the Cavs, uh, but like, I like. There's certain individual players that like Oubre is one of them, uh, you know. And I'm gonna—I know I'll catch hell for this, but like the youngest ball kid. Oh, I Charlotte, like. I do like Lamelo. Dude, I love that kid, man. He's got such a well-rounded game. Uh, my youngest brother is a Hornets fan. He's gonna catch, he's gonna give me shit about that. But I, dude, I love that guy, man. He's so fucking good. Uh, who's who's your favorite interview you've had? Um, Rashard Higgins. What what's he like? Okay, like so, I DM'd him on Instagram, asked him. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I'm like, can we set up like a Zoom call or like a Skype to do this? He said, no, just Facetime me. <laughs> like what? Oh, what? Note. Note, just slide into Higgins DM. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, I don't know what, like, deal is with these people. But when I reach out, I'm like, what about a Zoom? What about this? They're like, no, nah, just FaceTime. It's like one, of, he's like one of four that have just said that. So I just have, like, their numbers still on my phone. I'm like, well, I'm not going to yeah, text Here you are, like, trying to be professional and, like, yeah. you know, protect privacy. And they're just like, meh, just yeah, whatever. Yeah. Call me on that hotline bling. Just do that. Just call me on that one. Also, Zach Banner. Do you guys know Zach Banner? Yes. Place for the Steelers. Yep. He was he was really good because we talked about women in the sports world and he's a big advocate for women in the sports world. And that was just a really great conversation. Well, are you uh are you in a good enough spot to tell us who your worst interview was? I can tell you about it. Okay. Okay, yeah. That'll work. I won't tell you who it is. Baseball, okay. not our. We team. can treat it as a blind item. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Baseball. I, I didn't post this interview either. Baseball, mm-hmm. not our team. Different team. 
interviewed him. And then after he sent me like a weird text and he was like, I was really thinking about you the whole time. And I was like, oh, no. Also FaceTime because they're idiots and they don't know how to use technology. And then <laughs> I woke up the next morning to a Pornhub link. Oh, boo. Sorry, I didn't mean to send that to you, but what do you think? Yeah, uh, he totally didn't mean to. I swear to God. God Major League Baseball, can we fix this, please? I did not know Mercado, though. I forgot about his. His was really good, too. He was funny. I mean, this is this is so cool, uh, Gab. I really appreciate you, um, you know, coming on. And I one, I appreciate you uh, like answering uh, a DM because we were all like on a like a Zoom call, a Skype together, just mm-hmm. like hanging out and drinking a little bit. Uh, and a little bit, yeah, okay. Bit. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, like you, I don't know what it was. Like, you clap back at somebody. I'm like, dude, it, she would be great. And like, get her on get the her podcast. and Tim's like, Tim's like, dude, do it. Like he literally, Gab, he said, "Bitch, do it." And I'm like, I felt a certain way about that, like the way he spoke to me at that, mm. you know. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna send her a DM. We're probably not gonna hear from her. And like two minutes later, like, yeah, fuck it, I'll come on. Yeah, let's do this. And I was like, oh, 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 oh she's coming on. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, like, but you know, thank you so much. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Be- you know, before before we wrap up, I want to ask about sports pups. Okay. Um, t- tell us about this because I think this is great. Um, I haven't posted on it in a while because someone was like making really mean comments every time I posted on there. And they're just like really trolling it. So I stopped for a minute. I haven't done it in like a month and a half, uh, which yeah, I think the person is gone now. If you need me to go beat the shit out of somebody... I'm a freelance writer. I have a lot of free time. Just let me know. <laughs> yeah, like someone was just being really weird about it and not being nice. And I was like, oh, this is really scary. I don't like it. So I stopped. But um, one night I was just scrolling and I was like, hey, there's a lot of sports guys that have athletes have puppies. So maybe I should just post them. Like, why not? People like that shit. Wholesome. I thought it was wholesome until people started being rude. Uh, How? You- well, I posted one with Juju and his puppy and it just went bad. Um, mm. Steve, fucking Steelers fans, man! I swear to God. Yeah, I was like, "Well, goddamn, it's a dog, Jesus!" Yeah, like what? Mm, I can't. I think it's Come great. On. I love seeing like these big bad athletes cuddled up with their little like yeah. mini dogs. Oh, dude, it, uh, the athletes with the with the small dogs are like with their really little babies. Like you get these big, you know, big beefy dude, like the rock and his daughters. It's like, dude, oh, dude, it's amazing. Like I'm a dad, so I got a soft spot in my heart for shit like that. But like, I just, you know, puppies, kids, man, I'm a softy. So, but of course, people are gonna be assholes about it, and that's why we can't have nice things. So. Exactly. And again, yeah. everybody that wants to be a dick that's listening, I'm a freelance writer. I have nothing but time. I drive a Chevy Cruze that gets like a bajillion miles to the gallon. I will drive to you and beat the shit out of you. Hell yeah. And he can do it too. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> All right. Before we wrap up, Gab, let everybody know where they can find you. You guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, which I'm now TikTok famous. Not really, but uh, you can follow me on check. Yeah, no. I was going to say, we, we. No, no, check. <laughs> I just made one video roasting a guy and I got like 2 million views 
Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're not awesome. you're not famous at all, Gab. Not no, at all. No, no, no. That was only <laughs> one. The other ones have like five. Anyways, you can follow me on all of those at Gab Gowdy, G-A-B-B-G-O-U-G-Y. Two all B's. Right. Don't forget them. Two B's. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. You can find us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, get in the conversation at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Hometown Crowd Pod. You can subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, drop us a review and we will read it on the air, good or bad. Uh, you can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Check out 910 Comedy on Facebook and check out our sister shows. That's just my face, Marital Tiffs, and Dead Girls Talking. For Heather and Mac, I'm Tim. Thank you for joining us, Gab, and thank you for cheering with the hometown crowd. Bye, everyone. And you know what? It was really nice of Kraft to offer his plane to fly some of the nurses and medical workers to the uh, to the Super Bowl. But you know what? That doesn't erase the happy endings that he got on video, even though the judges said to erase it. So, bye. Have a good week. (laughs) I applaud you for that.